0: Time now for this week's Goofy Award. You know what? And this is just the kind of bluntness that makes me unpopular with some people. But nonetheless, this week's Goofy has got to be on the short list for the ugliest truth in Canada that very few are willing to admit. And that is, Canadian companies that do business in China are supporting and fortifying the world's biggest human rights abuser, the world's most extensive surveillance state, and the Chinese military. They're supporting the Communist Party's aggression throughout the world, including in Canada. I mean, CSIS, the Canadian military and the National Security and Intelligence Committee of Parliamentarians have all warned about China's threat to Canada's national security. They cite espionage, foreign influence, cyber threats. David Vignol, director of CSIS, states that China represents, in quotes, the most significant and clear challenge. When it comes to espionage targeting Canadian campuses, uh, engaged in the monitoring and or coercion of students, faculty and university officials, for example, in an effort to extend their political influence. You know, the RCMP receives 20 tips a day detailing clandestine activities by the Communist Party agents in Canada. The point is that Canadian companies that do business in Canada, along with all of us consumers who buy goods made in China, are actually helping to provide the financial wherewithal for the Communist Party of China. I'm not going to talk the politics. No, I'm simply pointing out the reality that ultimately the Communist Party of China controls every company that operates there. I mean, Western investors in Chinese tech companies or educational services and foreign media just got a wicked reminder as to who ultimately runs the show in China with the Communist crackdown. Any Western company that operates in China does so only with the blessing of the Communist Party and Xi Jinping, and that includes censorship. I mean, look at the NBA. They so vividly demonstrated that when it groveled after then-Houston Rockets GM Daryl Morey's seven-word tweet in support of pro-democracy in Hong Kong. Although you don't have to go to China to experience the censorship of the CCP. No, every member of the federal cabinet, I think every Canadian doing business in China allows themselves to be censored by the Chinese communists. Come on, it's not like anybody in Canada approves of the communists chaining Uyghur women to beds and raping them or interning over a million, but you don't hear anything about it. Or anyone approves of the de facto invading of Hong Kong, breaking the signed international agreement while eliminating its citizens' rights. Or what about the lying about COVID and disappearing any doctor in China who tried to blow the whistle and warn us? No, they don't agree with that, but they don't say anything because they don't want to offend Xi Jinping or the Communist Party. And make no mistake, there would be a price to pay. And we just saw this on Thursday. Boston Celtics forward Enos Kanter released a three-minute video calling for China to free Tibet and called Xi a brutal dictator. And presto, all Boston Celtic games are now cancelled on TV in China. Maybe an uglier truth, though, is that slave labor in Xi Jinping province is involved in so many products that we all buy including those NBA players, by the way, who endorse clothing made from cotton harvested by slaves. Consumers who buy goods manufactured in China from companies like Nike, Tommy Hilfiger, Uniqlo, Adidas, Esprit, should all know that those companies have been implicated in their supply chain of using forced labor. World Vision Canada estimates that slave labor or child labor is implicated in $34 billion in products imported into Canada every year. Well, how about solar panels? I wonder if COP26 in Glasgow is going to discuss the fact that the majority of the world's solar panels are made with slave labor in China. Now, look, I do appreciate that our relationship with the world's biggest human rights abuser, the biggest aggressor, is complicated. So you'll have to forgive me for simplifying the question. Is there any atrocity too great, human rights abuse too abhorrent, that would prompt our government, our businesses, and us as consumers to merit a rethink on China? Well, how about when they invade Taiwan? Because it's going to happen. I mean, do we have any principal boundaries that we're going to defend? We'll see. That's all the time we have this week. I really appreciate you taking the time to listen with us. And please go to Money Talks tweets. Join us on Michael Campbell's Money Talks Facebook and go to mikesmoneytalks.ca.